lose everyone? I'm back, man. It's Jake C. Lee. Everybody else sucks. Oh, oh no. It's every nightmare I've ever had. Excuse me? It's time to check the link. Pretty crazy, huh? But, but it doesn't matter because none of this has anything to do with the show. You know what? You just made the list. <laughs> oh, wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. It's all in the fall. Sure, we talk about it all the time. Really? No. What is up, you ducks? It is all in football, and I guess rats for Jeff Ratcliffe. We give him a rat pack. No, I know, but I'm saying rats because they're rat pack. Get to it. I was gonna give you congratulations. Let me get to it. You are one, and I am two, Jeff. Congratulations! It is the definitive, most accurate fantasy football show in all of America, in all the lands, in all the world, in all the universes. That is us. Congratulations once again, Jeff. You can't get better than one and two, so we can call ourselves the best, most accurate fantasy football podcast in all of the world. Before we get to the quarterbacks, before we do all the running backs and wide receivers like we normally do, I want to talk about this. Kyler Murray. If you have Kyler Murray, you've had to replace him the past two weeks. But if you also had Kyler Murray up until that point, you're probably not rostering a second quarterback because we talk about that all the time. You have a top five, top six, seven, maybe quarterback. Don't waste your time with the second one until we get past the buys and the trade deadline. And now you're just like, okay, I don't want to have to chase you know, if I have to go after Zach Wilson for my championship game. But right now, are you out there thinking you need another backup plan this week for Kyler Murray? He practiced today. And I say this to say, even if he's out there, are you concerned that we might see like Russell Wilson last week where they forced him out there to try to win the game, but for us in fantasy might not be the best decision? Yes, I would have a backup plan in place, and there are some options we're going to get into later on in the show, but I also would take this opportunity to write this down in permanent ink or on something that you are going to see in August next year. Don't draft a quarterback early. Seriously, how many times do we have to say this? The draft capital that you expended on Kyler Murray could have been an RB, probably would have been hopefully a wide receiver, though, in that range of the draft. And if you are loaded up at wide receiver right now, you are doing well for yourself because every week there are guys like Ramondre Stevenson, A.J. Dillon, guys coming out of the woodwork at running back who can put up top 10 fantasy weeks. Doesn't happen as often at wide receiver. And at quarterback, man, if you're in a one-quarterback league, heck, you could pick up some of these guys we'll talk about later on and be just fine and get by. So keep that in mind if you do have Kyler and you didn't happen to trade for him this year. How far down the waiver options would you have to go before you picked up Jordan Howard? Oh, not far. Okay. Not far. I love Jordan Howard. I love him. He is the running back that will not go away. Peyton Barber. I, I love him. I, I'm pretty sure Peyton Barber and Jordan Howard haven't been seen on the field at the same time, like the same week. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. They just keep switching teams. Oh and my it's God, like, is it? I think think about it. Like Peyton Barber, That's Jordan true. Howard wasn't they're around. Never, and now Peyton Barber's not on the field and Jordan Howard is. It's like, I'm just saying. If somebody get a picture of them in the same place at the same time. I don't, I don't that know. Is that is funny. Gonna... Well, so would you... I wouldn't have to go far for Jordan Howard. Um, I think because of what we know about Miles Sanders, and I understand that you and Meanie were all like, Boston Scott, Boston Scott. I really liked Kenny Gainwell in this, and poo-poo on me. That was a very poor hey, on my side. We were like 1%. Nobody was listening to us. <laughs> just saying, like... But you never know. Next week could be the Kenny Gainwell and Jordan Howard, or it could be Kenny Gainwell uh, be and Jordan Boston Howard. Scott. It's just you don't really know. Um, however, I do like what Jordan Howard is able to do. He literally got up off the couch, also known as the practice squad, and scored two touchdowns, like, on 12 carries. I was, okay, get it done. Just... Sure. 
the volume is is really everything in fantasy football. So I I would view him as a as an RB two. It's kind of how I always viewed him. You and I, I think we're on the same page. You know, we all a lot of people in the fantasy community wanted him to be oh, a low end RB one catching balls. I view him as an RB two. I would I would flip him if I Chris, could. Chris, 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 Chris. You know what I was just thinking of? Why? And I was just thinking oh. we haven't done something in a while. And, oh. you know, we're trying to figure out who we would trade Gibson for because there's people in here saying, would you trade him for Barkley? Yes, immediately trade him for Barkley. Absolutely. But yeah. for the rest of the season, like, I'm th- kind of thinking, like, there's names and we can kind of figure out where would we put Gibson. And I think, do you know what we do when we're trying to do that? Do you know how we can figure this out, Chris? I'm not sure. What, what do you think? What, what, do you, what would we do? We can make a list! There we go. As Barkley pops yes. up at my feet, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, you probably we're making a list. It's it been a while since we've done this, Chris. Uh, so rest of season, Gibson or let's get the early ones out of the way. Christian McCaffrey, yes. Jonathan Taylor, yes. Saquon Barkley, yes. Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, yes, 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 yes. All right. So now let's start having a conversation. Alvin Kamara, not knowing what's going on, would you take Alvin Kamara Ooh. for Antonio Gibson? Oh, that's a good one. I, t- I would take Kamara. I'd take the risk. Again, it is all about context. If you need W's now, you take Gibson, but I would take Kamara. Uh, Ezekiel, yeah, I forgot to throw him. That's an easy one, too. I forgot to throw yeah. him in the, you know, Cordero Patterson. Oh, I- I'd take Cordero Patterson. Holy crap. I, I can't believe I'd ever say that, but I would take Cordero Patterson. I think, I yeah. think we're taking Cordero Patterson. David Montgomery. We're taking David Montgomery over Antonio yes. Gibson. Leonard Fournette over Antonio yeah, Gibson. I'd say Fournette, yeah. You better not say the wrong name on this one. Elijah Mitchell or Antonio Gibson. I would start Tevin Coleman. We're talking about the Tennessee Titans, right? Is that what you said? Titans backfield yeah, or Titans Tevin Coleman? J- Titans, Titans backfield is Jaguars. Carolina backfield is facing Atlanta. And then Tevin Coleman on his own, quote unquote, mm-hmm. gets the Saints. I know we're I, not doing a ranking show, but. I know. With. I would go Tevin Coleman. I don't like the matchup as gross, but at the same time, Tevin Coleman, um, I think he can get it done in the red zone. So that that seems to me touchdowns, although you cannot ever predict touchdowns, you know, with any kind of affirmity. I don't even know if that sentence made sense, but I, I this is I the show for making Coleman. up words. Excellent. I like affirmative. And it has been done. There we go. Affirmity. <laughs> it is, I mean, it is affirmative. I made, I made inactivated words last year. So don't <laughs> I love it. <laughs> with affirmity. We can now With use affirmity. that word going forward. Yes. Oh, I feel like so, we contributed to society, Jake. Oh, we're going to get back to waivers. That was real quick, everybody. That was the problem. So I was originally 3D. I'm 6'1". So once I got to high-level high school and college, there wasn't mm. there wasn't the stretch four. That was This is before stretch four days. So it's like power forward, but look at me. I mean, I have some muscles, but I'm not boxing <laughs> down 6'6 guys that are 250. So yeah. I was misplaced. I didn't have a position. Jiggles, if I played in high school, I did suck. Our graduating class was 33 people. So yeah, it wasn't. I was 57. I cannot believe I've actually met someone who has fewer people in their graduating class yes. than I. That's and Baratheon. Stannis. No, Stannis. Very happy that you said fewer and not less. Let's move on. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Has he cemented himself? Oh, uh, no. I guess your answer is no. I was going to say, has he cemented himself as the number two for Green Bay? Well, are you okay, here's, here's the thing. Uh, yes, but my my ugh and my look of, of disdain uh, was because it is inevitable, everyone, when you need him and when Aaron Rodgers needs him, he will drop like an 80-yard pass on the one-yard line getting ready to <laughs> score. It is inevitable. It will happen, and when it does, I'm going to say, "See, <laughs> well, this is this is awful." 
Is it inevitable or is it an affirmity? It is. It is an affirmity <laughs> for sure. And I'm totally making a shirt with that on it. It's done. Bring back. It's a, it is. It's yes, affirmity. Bring back affirmity. <laughs> Are you trying to buy low on Jonathan Taylor, or do you think this is a situation we're going to be frustrated with for the entire year? If we don't learn from the past, we are destined to repeat it. Uh, <laughs> last year, how frustrated were we in the beginning of the season? And things did turn around down the stretch. He was helped by a favorable schedule. He still does face some of those teams this year. He still faces Houston and Jacksonville plenty. Uh, and we're worried because he didn't score fantasy points. But we also have a game where he averaged 6.2 yards per carry. Now, granted, it was only 10 carries. But I, I'm not worried about Jonathan Taylor. I still believe in the talent and the opportunity. And Naeem Hines, for, for what it's worth as a passing down back, he's not going to be an early down runner. They are so confident in Jonathan Taylor that they're going to get Marlon Mack out. And your answer for every Marlon Mack question <laughs> is no. Don't do it. No. <laughs> I know you know his name. I know you might like him for what he did maybe two or three years ago. But no. Not at this point. I don't even care where he's traded to, if he's um, even traded. Here's the only scenario. You are in a trade-happy league, and then you pick up Mac and immediately flip him because somebody like this might be in your league who said to me in the comments, they said, I should go grab Mac, right? Worst case scenario, he split snaps wherever he's traded to. I said, no, that's best case scenario. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's be real about Marlon Mack and what we're trading for here. So like that perception, maybe that's the only reason why, is you flip him to a trade. You know, it's interesting. Let's So let's have a quick debate here and move on. I have the most concern for Hawkinson because of the concern of Hawkinson that we had going. It's, it's funny. It's, I have three ducks, but if you were with me, it's one duck. Similar to what you're right. making the yeah. argument for. Mm -hmm. Like if you're with me from day one, I said his concern is everybody's going to blanket him. And unlike Travis Kelsey or Darren Waller, or Waller, there's not other options to draw away. As you've said for weeks, you want nothing to do with any of the Lions wide receivers. Don't worry. We're not talking about St. Brown today or anybody like that. But <laughs> The other part of it was that Jared Goff was going to hurt him. So if you were still expecting Hawkinson, because he's had some nice games, but Hawkinson, here's the interesting thing, Lauren. Hawkinson and Waller both only have three double-digit scores. I know. I know. I have Waller in a lot of leagues. Um, I do. I'm going to change my mind. I am going to agree with you here that I think Hawkinson should be raised above Mike Isicki. And the reason why is my recency bias for how much I'm angry with Mike Isicki, I think, just made that <laughs> super-duper like wound reopen with you know some lemon juice and some salt, like a scrub brush, getting it right in there. So, yeah, but I do think you do make a good point when it comes to what we're looking at in the offense. I mean, Tua Tungavailoa, when healthy, is going to be a heck of a lot better than Jared Goff. Their offense is better than the Lions have. I mean, I know that sounds really weird to say, too. So, yeah, I think there is the most concern because there isn't anyone else to draw defenses away besides DeAndre Swift. Okay. Let's talk waivers. Come here, Barkley. Let's do I it. I found out where she is. Hi, Barkley. So, oh, um, request that people want to see more Barkley, by the way. Just so you know. I mean, I can't like there's just like there's not so much room. The little bar is here and everything like that. And <laughs> I tried to get her to sit my lap one time and she lost her mind because like, so yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah, my no, yeah, like my cat will sit here and he tries to chew on the microphone and like rub his face all over it. Like my dogs don't chew on anything, but my cat chews on everything, especially if it's metal or like wires. My cat will chew it. No, that's because cats are evil. You could be lying dead in the street, your dog will come up here and try to save your life, and the cat will walk over and pee on your face. So oh, let's gosh. continue. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I, I promised yesterday, uh, everybody with the poll, that, I mean, it's a clear runaway. I asked how we should start all in football today. There were three options, a Barkley celebration with Barkley, who's walking around. So hopefully she comes around once we start talking about Saquon, the Rondell Moore sadness or Fields apologies. Fields yeah. apologies. 
55% ran away with this. It is not even close. Barkley is kind of upset that she got spurned like that, but I had to, Chris. I have to apologize. I was completely wrong about Justin Fields. I had Justin Fields as QB 12. I said, if you've been waiting for Justin Fields, if you've drafted for Justin Fields, this is what you were waiting for. You were waiting for the Bears to have the reason to turn to him. We didn't want it to be injury. We were hoping it was lack of play by Dalton and Fields was just the answer. The problem was he wasn't an answer. He wasn't an answer at all. And there's two parts of it here. So like, I want to apologize because I said, again, everybody should start him as a QB1. I had him one spot in front of Daniel Jones. Not that Daniel Jones had an amazing day, but when I say QB1, QB1 means start him. And I admittedly said a thousand times in the rankings, he has the lowest floor of anybody inside the top 15. That all being said, I was not expecting the floor to be like that. I watched a lot of that game. I was excited for Justin Fields probably as much as any Bears fan was. And I will say this, Chris, and this is why I'm bringing it in. And people are like, oh, it's not all your fault. And it wasn't because it was Matt Nagy's fault a lot because you know what he did? He gave Justin Fields no opportunity to succeed. Uh, I'm not going to say who I was texting with yesterday, but somebody in the business, actually on the more on the NFL side, who was saying sometimes coaches have done this in the past where they have intentionally set people up for failure to prove they're the smartest person in the room. And I'm not saying Nagy 100% did that. But I'm at least willing to listen to the conspiracy theorist after watching that game because the playbook was the watered-down Andy Dalton playbook, which is already watered down. It's like if you said, here's a bowl of water, what does it need? Let's put more water in it. Like, I, I don't know what you do. I jokingly retweeted that or texted that person back, and I said, it'd be like commissioning Van Gogh to do a painting and giving him crayons off a restaurant table. Like, that's what they did for fields. No RPO, no getting out of the pocket and shortening the field in half. No getting the speed of Darnell Mooney and all the options down there with his arm. It was the most miserable thing they have. Uh, go read it, by the way. Kevin Fishbane for The Athletic wrote like great article all about it. Fourth active tight ends, barely on the field, out there blocking for Justin Fields. And I'm saying all that to say, this is where I still apologize, Chris, because I could sit here and say, well, this is why I was wrong. This is why I was wrong. So I wasn't really wrong. How many times have I sat here and used Lamar Miller as an excuse of saying, we want things in fantasy, we want things in the NFL, and we can't force the hand. We can't say, well, we know more than the coaches, so why don't they do this? And I always say Lamar Miller because we banged the table, quote unquote, for Lamar Miller to get more touches with the Dolphins. He finally did. He was putting up the same numbers less efficiently. So I say that to say, look, a lot of times you do it, I do it. We want to be the smartest person in the room. That's why we do our job. If we're not sitting here and telling you we are the smartest person in the room, why would you listen to us? We are more right than we are wrong. But I say I got hung up in one of the things I tell people not to do and I did it. And admittedly, if people want to give me a pass, I don't care. I'm saying I was wrong. I sat here and said, there's no way Justin Fields can't succeed at least with 50, 60 rushing yards. You saw one of the bets I put in. I put Justin Fields to score a touchdown on his legs because I think he was going to be running yesterday. And yet this case was is not whether or not you say Nagy was a conspiracy theorist and was trying to set him up for failure because he did set him up for failure. If nothing else, he didn't change the playbook. And whether that's the fact of he wants Andy Dalton to be the quarterback and he's not going to screw around the playbook yet, that that's that's at least an excuse of or not excuse. That's a reason that I should have baked in and I had Fields too high, not accounting for Nagy, not completely overhauling the playbook for Fields. Sounds like pork chop sandwiches. The bad button. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just as much as, Fields, as much as Fields did. 